Welcome back. You're listening to Rivers of Unicorns, the hub for tech enthusiasts. We're a virtual accelerator that supports innovative ideas and startups in underserved communities, setting them on a path to exponential growth. We are supported by the Kwood Brown Foundation and powered by NetApp. Please visit our website, www.reversofunicorns.com for more information and be sure to sign up for our programs. I'm Amy Harry and with me is my co-host for today, Satmaya Odwini. Let's welcome our guest founder, Vivian Ene, the CEO and founder of Wigit. Welcome, Vivian. Hi, thank you. So, um, why don't you just quickly tell us what WeGit is? Okay, WeGit Nigeria is a three-year-old startup that recycles old worn-out weave-ons and um, hairs and extensions into brand new wigs. And then we produce wigs locally and train individuals into professional wig makers. So let's assume I'm a potential customer. Can you walk me through the steps? Okay, from um, what I just said, we would have three different streams of income, meaning we have three different kinds of customers. We have those that want to recycle their old weaves into new wigs. We have those that want to get new wigs. Then we have those that want to become professional wig makers and work with us. It will depend on the kind of customer you are. Fantastic. Okay. So do you have a website? Yes, we do. www.wigitnigeria.com What inspired the, story, the idea for Wigit? What's the story behind your amazing company? Um, there's a personal angle to it and then there's the financial angle to it so the personal angle i was in lagos and i decided to relocate to port harcourt and then the week i was to relocate i wanted to do a particular hairstyle and i didn't know i'm very picky with hairdressers so i decided to make my own at that time, the materials to even make a wig were not available in Nigeria. But I managed to piece some things together and I had a wig. I displayed it and people liked and began to order. So it wasn't, that's how it started. And then it grew into a big business idea. So what um, was the market acceptance like? Did you face any significant challenges? Well, yes. Initially, like I said, there were no materials to produce in the country. So we had to find a way to create our own materials to make our own wigs here. And then there is the issue of importation. 95% of the wigs um, circulating the Nigerian wig market are imported. So as a result, those wigs are, as a result of the importation costs and the economic crisis and everything, those wigs are now very expensive and mostly available to the high class in society. So 
it was um, a challenge creating awareness to let people know that your wigs can be, you can get your wigs in Nigeria, you can recycle your old one-off hairs into wigs at um, a 40 cheaper price. So we had to deal with creating awareness from scratch. We had to do, deal with um, training our own workforce to be able to meet the demand for the wigs in Nigeria. That's amazing. I love the idea of the local sourcing and the sustainability behind your business. Can you give us a quick statistical overview of your business's growth since its inception? Okay. Um, we started, we get started um, in 2017 and I was determined to not um, take loans to start up the business. I was determined to grow it organically. We started making wigs and over time we made enough profit to set up our own first production center, production and recycling center. And then um, we've trained, we went to, we started going to different states to create awareness to, through skill acquisitions. Thus far, we've trained and empowered over 150 women in seven different states into professional wig makers. And we've produced and sold over 5,000 units of wigs. And then we've uh, moved from our, small, our smaller production center to a bigger place where we can accommodate the workforce we have trained. So that's the summary. Hmm, that's very impressive. So since um, the COVID pandemic started and with the lockdown and all, has there been a positive impact to your business? Okay, I think this is, the, this is where the advantage of having more than one stream of income comes in. Because um, due to the COVID, people, were, people are now trying to use their money for basic things. Nobody is willing to spend on um, luxury. That's why um, our recycling angle became the major angle this period. Because women are now looking to use or reuse the ones, the hairs they bought before. Nobody's even thinking of buying new hairs because even you can't even import right now. Talk more of finding it. Okay, when is imported? How much it will cost? The price is outrageous right now. So we have more of recycling and it's coming in. The orders are plenty. But as for um, buying new wigs, the orders are not so much. And then trainings, people are trying to get skilled and get a new source of income because of the whole economic crisis as a result of the COVID-19. So yeah, we have major orders streaming, from, streaming in from one end of our income um, inlets. I love the fact that you've diversified in terms of your offering. And then there's also like an empowerment social aspect to your company. When you think of Wigit in view of the global tech industry that's constantly evolving, what changes or growth do you foresee? Okay. We were supposed to implement our online training platform before COVID-19 became, um, became serious. So we're not really prepared for it 
Um, in the future, I see we intend to have um, a global platform where we can train individuals online and you can um, register from any country, get your certification. We actually certify our wig makers. We sort of made it an ecosystem, let's say an ecosystem, a system that runs itself where um, the people we train, we use them to produce and we do not employ people that we have not trained. So for you to work with us, you must have gone through the WIGIT training, either as an intern or just training normally. And then, so it's a system that runs itself. We intend to make it a global system where people in other countries and geographical areas can also produce under WIGIT Nigeria and recycle under WIGIT Nigeria. That way we have our reach in various countries and we have recycling points at various countries. Okay, so you've done great in having a vicious cycle as part of your business model. Now let's think about your business in the next 10 years. Where do you see your business going? Hmm. In the next 10 years, we get, should have um, at least two major recycling centers in each state's capital in Nigeria. We must have um, made, uh, must have set up another, like at least two recycling centers in other African countries, like Ghana, Kenya. There are a lot of, there's a lot of opportunity in wig production. The wig market in Nigeria is worth over $300 million annually. And in Africa as a whole, the dry hair market is worth $6 billion annually. China makes, um, 30% of China's income or revenue annually is gotten from its circulation of the circulation of their wigs in the African wig market. So it's um, uncharted territory that needs to be explored. All right. So now you, you are in the business of hair, but you know that there is the natural hair movement going on right yeah we are, we are <laughs> loving our hair we are rocking it like you're seeing me with my own natural hair mm -hmm. so when you think about this movement right mm -hmm. that be your business which is to sell and help people make fake hair how do you see that progressing given that we are trying to get to a point where african women need to love their hair and see their hair as good hair okay um most of my customers are actually natural they they are in the natural hair gang like they call it um there are times that you do not want to stress your hair you want your hair to breathe and at times like that you can just condition your hair braid it normally and you just keep wearing wigs. Actually, using wigs helps your hair get stronger and more healthy. So, so what I found really intriguing, Vivian, about your company is that you are, you, you alone 
or with your sisterhood are doing uh, recycling. You've diversified your offering. I feel like you're saving the planet. I feel like you're taking on the Chinese market. And then, yeah. you, <laughs> and then you've created this family of women who are empowered to create and to determine what they look like. I think it's phenomenal. Can you talk to me about just before you go to bed at night, what do you think about your company and about what you've achieved? <laughs> First of all, it's so difficult for me to go to bed because I'm constantly, <laughs> I'm constantly thinking of the people I've trained. Like there are times that I have challenges and I'm like, why not just close and just go and rest? But then I'm thinking of all the people that have motivated to start up something for themselves to stop um, being lazy. If the vegan platform crashes, their dreams crash as well. So I have that burden on me, trying to urge these women to keep it up and keep going and keep on with the entrepreneurship journey. So before I sleep, I'm thinking of the next move to make. Mm. For, okay. one, uh, for one new wicked person to make money or the next move to make to put in one other person's pocket or the next move to make to bring to increase the workforce because no matter I've noticed that no matter how many people I train the, the demand is like is really high like you said we are we are taking on the China we are taking on um, China yeah they are the major competition in the Nigerian big market. Okay. Um, so you have this boarding of what you're going to do moving forward. And so far you said you try to ensure that you grew your business organically. Yeah. Now, at this point where you are with this boarding to see how you can move forward and ensure that the dreams of these lovely, lovely women that depend on you do not crash, right? Yeah. Have you considered and are you open to getting partners or investors in your business? And if so, what is the attractive offering you would have? So first, think of maybe we have somebody, a venture capitalist, or even just a random individual that has um, cash lying around that they are looking for something great to invest in how would you give a one minute elevator pitch to that individual so th this is a two-part question are you interested you answer that and then after that could you give us like a one minute elevator pitch to a potential investor Okay, I forgot to even mention in the milestones and goals we've achieved, I was um, a beneficiary of the Tony Elumelu scheme last year. That's how we were able to expand. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. There's some accolade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, of course, we are, I'm definitely interested in investments, though not loans, but yeah. Investment capitalists, definitely. Okay. Now, investors, I, uh, how would I put it now? There are some investors that are investing as angel investors, and then there are those that um, want profit sharing. Let's take it this way. Now, every mm -hmm. business 
whenever you are trying to get um, an investor, right? You always have to have an elevator pitch, pitch. which is a one minute pitch where mm -hmm. you sell your business to a potential investor, right? And I'm pretty sure you would have had to write an elevator pitch for the um, Elumelu um, grant you applied for. Yes, I did. Yes, great. So what I'm now asking is, can you give us your one-minute elevator pitch to potential okay. investors listening? Okay. Wigit Nigeria recycles old worn-out weeds into new wigs produces new wigs and trains individuals into professional wig makers. The Nigerian wig market is worth over $300 million annually. And with a market size of about 21 million persons and a target market of 4.85 million individuals in Nigeria, which comprises of um, women with hair loss and different um, career women, students, and the rest of them. With a target market comprising of 21 million persons and above, and a niche market of 4.8 million individuals, Wigit Nigeria is set to become one of the largest wig production and recycling platforms in Africa as a whole. Thanks, Vivian. So this program is called Rivers of Unicorns, and we know that a unicorn is a startup that is valued at one billion, or more, reflecting on the value that these companies bring to their customers, if you were a unicorn, which unicorn would you be and why? Okay, I think I would like to be Uber. Uber is a system that runs itself as well. It gives um, investors an opportunity to make money in their sleep. Like if you have a car and you have an Uber driver and you put your car and your driver on the platform, you're making money every week without doing anything and then you've empowered somebody to get a job and make money and fend for themselves and you've made transportation easier for another person so you're um, contributing to the well-being of society creating jobs and making life easier and also putting money in people's pockets so i think i would want to be uber perfect Thank you, Vivian. You are my superhero. Thank you for taking time to join us today. It was such a pleasure chatting with you. Yes, thank you. You are awesome. Thank you for the opportunity. All right, folks, we've come to the end of today's episode, which was brought to you by NetOps, an organization focused on building people and systems in Africa to leverage internet opportunities for social and economic development. In partnership with the Kaywood Brown Foundation, a youth empowerment and development foundation focused on preparing the leaders of tomorrow today. You can learn more on the foundation's work through their website, which is www.kaywoodbrownfoundation.org. I'll take that again. That's www.kaywoodbrownfoundation.org. And be sure to follow them on their various social media handles. On Facebook and Instagram, it's at Kwood Brown Foundation. And on Twitter, it's at KWB Foundation. Once more, on Facebook and Instagram, it's at Kwood Brown Foundation. And on Twitter, it's at KWB Foundation. 
So we really hope you've been inspired today to start looking at the problems in your communities as marketable solutions. If you do and need help, please log on to our website, www.reversofunicorns.com. Once more, that's www.reversofunicorns.com. And be sure to sign up for our useful resources and programs. Finally, would like to say special thanks to Ninatech, Maxon Records, Techative, and Daughters of Botany for contributing to make this episode possible. Until the same time next week, we are your hosts, Amy and Sotoyen. Have a lovely weekend.